I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office. To meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts. That's from Les Mis, uh, Look Down. Uh, and what we're going to do today is we're going to change that. We're going to look up instead. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, one of the interesting things coming out of the pandemic, of course, with everyone wearing masks for so long, uh, we've lost that ability to see somebody smile uh, other than in their eyes uh, and where people look. And the thing that's really stood out for me, I've been thinking about this a lot the last uh, couple of weeks, is is the fact that uh, when you can focus on people's eyes, you do start to notice how often we do look down. Uh, and uh, sometimes we do that uh, just out of comfort. Sometimes we do that out of shame or guilt. Uh, and uh, it's important that we we learn to not just look people in the eyes. We need to look up because uh, there's so many good things all around us. It's part of what we try to do on this show every day is to, to look up, to look around, to look different uh, into spaces or to see things different than maybe we have in the past and recognize that there's uh, much more out there that we don't realize. And uh, as we look at that, as we explore those things uh, on this show, we're always trying to figure out, uh, you know, w- what is the best path forward for individuals, for communities, for society, for countries. And uh, over the, the last few weeks, uh, we, we've spent some interesting time uh, talking about rugged individualism. We've talked about compassionate communitarianism, uh, talked about how those things are actually compatible in America and exploring those kind of principles and staying with that kind of thought and exploration is is really important to our understanding. Uh, there's a, a quote that is uh, purported to have been given by uh, Albert Einstein, uh, and it says that uh, he would always say that it's not that I'm so smart, but I stay with the questions much longer. So think about that. Uh, we live in such an instant society that, you know, we Google something, we think we got the answer and we move on. If you want to have deep understanding, if you want to have elevated conversations, you actually have to stay with the question longer. And so Einstein saying that it wasn't that he was smarter, he just stayed with the questions longer uh, is pretty insightful uh, and can be very helpful. And so if we stay with the question a little bit of successful individuals, successful societies, uh, we can look at all kinds of different things that impact those societies. Uh, We've been doing it uh, over the course of uh, the last week or so. Uh, We had a great conversation yesterday with uh, Maya Jaradut, 
who had done a piece uh, about Passover and, and why the home is such a central uh, part of so many Jewish holidays and traditions. And, and there is something about coming to the table uh, in celebration for understanding in terms of uh, things that relate to principles and values and heritage. Uh, all of those things matter. And, you know, part of the challenge of any society is looking at the role of faith and religion in them. Uh, we just had Scott Rasmussen has a fascinating new poll out uh, for Easter week, uh, where the Christian world celebrates uh, the atoning sacrifice, the death, the resurrection uh, of Jesus Christ. Uh, and so Scott looked at that nationally in terms of where are people in terms of religion? It seems to be waning in many places, but there are some things that are still binding societies together and areas where faith and religion in the public square, not just behind closed doors, not just in the synagogue or in the church building or in your home, but in the public square, uh, has an ability to pull those rugged individuals into associations where social capital can be created, where social capital can be invested and deployed. And all of that uh, leads to some really interesting discussions. Uh, you remember from a week or so ago, uh, we had uh, Robert Putnam and uh, Shailen Romney Garrett uh, on the program talking about their new book, Upswing. And, of course, Robert Putnam, known for his work uh, Bowling Alone, uh, and he continues to raise, he stays with the questions. That's what I love about Robert. He's always uh, fostering those questions, making sure we don't just rush past them thinking we have the answer. But he spent a lot of time, as has uh, his tag team partner on the book, Shailen Romney Garrett, uh, really looking at alienated and isolated Americans, especially coming out of the p pandemic. Uh, in Bowling Alone, uh, Putnam said faith communities in which people worship together are arguably the single most important repository of social capital in America. As a rule of thumb, our evidence shows nearly half of all associational memberships in America are church related. Half of all personal uh, philanthropy is religious in character and half of all volunteering occurs in a religious context. So this idea of social capital uh, that is fostered through faith groups and faith-based organizations and religious groups and religious organization, uh, especially coming out of a pandemic, uh, we should not be banishing it from the public square. We should be bringing it into the public square uh, in a more significant way. Uh, and so understanding that, uh, you know, the Supreme Court overturned California and New York restrictions on the rights of people of faith to worship, uh, even in the midst of a pandemic. And again, responsible citizens, yes, of course. Uh, faith and reason, science and society, all those are also compatible principles, by the way. Uh, and, and so, you know, if Hollywood can say we can have a studio audience to film a singing competition, uh, but nobody can enter a, a California church or synagogue or mosque, uh, something's, something's gone sideways. And so when we stay with the, the question uh, of whether society is stronger with faith in it, uh, there's a lot of things that we can discuss. And we're going to continue this conversation tomorrow uh, on the program, because as we as we go through Easter week, as the Christian world celebrates Easter, uh, there's a lot of things that we can pick up, a lot of things that we can learn, not just about faith, uh, not just about connection, uh, but about social capital 
how it's created, how it's fostered, and most importantly, how it is invested in human beings. And whether those human beings are refugees or immigrants or people who have fallen into poverty or are without a home uh, or, or are addicted, those are all things that we can invest our social capital in to the betterment of society. So the key, and we're going to do this tomorrow, we're going to stay with the question just a little bit longer. I'm Boyd Matheson. Thanks for joining us on KSL News Radio's Inside Sources. And as always, as you go out into the world today, look up, see something that inspires, say something that uplifts, and do something today that'll make a difference. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.